valley of the shadow of death. I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been blasting and laughing. Hey there, patriots. I hope you're having a great day. Those are the, um, <laughs> the insurrectionists, the, uh, yeah, well, cleaning the streets, picking up litter, taking care of all the, the, uh, the, uh, monuments up in Canada. Yeah, that's, but <laughs> that's probably not what you're going to see on the mainstream news. I'm Melissa Red Pill of the World. I'm glad you're here. I am, uh, we are with the Freedom Force Battalion. You can find us on freedomforce.live. If you are new, we look at how this is biblical, literally. This is the great day that we've been waiting for, that the Lord is delivering us from our enemies. And we knew it was going to be a battle. We knew it was going to be a war. We were told we were going to leave. We aren't leaving. We're staying here and we're going to fight and we're going to cast them out. And then we're going to have a thousand years of peace on earth. The end times for them. So check it out. This is my book that I have written. It's become a bestseller. I'm so thankful about how this is biblical. I've been a missionary for the past 10 years. I've been um, uh, teaching God's word for 40 years and it dawned on me what was going on and coming out of all the lies. But I'm not controlled by any of them, clearly. (laughs) I've been banned from so many things because I'm telling the truth and they can't have that. They can't have people telling the truth about the truckers, but that's what we do here. And we are on, definitely join with us on our social media. All the social media is right here, freedomforce.live, all the social media. Telegram, Getter, Gab, Instagram, CloudHub, Snapchat. We've got the video channels. we got the podcast. We're everywhere. Thanks so much to my wonderful patriots who are helping to make that happen. Today, we're talking about our wonderful president, President Trump, and all this happening. This is trending. If you're not not on Twitter like I'm not, you know, this, this uh, came across over Telegram yesterday. I'm like, What's going on? This is very good news. The uh, Durham came out with a um, with uh, information. I'm going to show you that here in just a second. What he is doing and Twitter went crazy. Hashtag Durham was trending. Hashtag arrest Hillary for treason was trending. Watergate was trending. This makes Watergate look like a little little tugboat. <laughs> it's nothing compared to what they did to our president. Let's look at what all is going on. Very exciting. Our president put out. February 12th, yesterday, this post. The latest pleading from special counsel Robert Durham provides indisputable evidence that my campaign and presidency were spied on by operatives paid by the Hillary Clinton campaign in an effort to develop a completely fabricated connection to Russia. That's illegal. (laughs) That's treason. This is a scandal far greater in scope and magnitude than Watergate, and those who were involved in and knew about this spying operation should be subject to criminal prosecution. In a stronger period, listen to this, in a stronger period of time in our country, this crime would have been punishable by death. Wow. And we, we know that, and he's putting it out there on his, on his post. In addition, reparations should be paid to those in our country who have been damaged by this. That would be all of us because when they lied, they said Trump was no good. So many people believed them. They didn't look and, you know, they got canceled. They got, you know, their livelihoods, they got shut down. All these things that the mainstream media have lied to us about and that this is the start of it, which you know, Robert Durham is exposing. He's coming out providing um, his latest pleading has provided indisputable evidence that this is what happened. This is not a conspiracy theory. This a conspiracy 
fact. This is a fact that this happened. They did it and they're freaking out. So yeah, even uh, Tom Fitton was posting about it. Let me check and make sure that I am recording. Yay, I'm, I'm actually doing it right. Uh, Tom Fitton said Obama knew, Clinton knew, Biden knew, because they're, they're in on it, because they're they're running it. Comey knew, Brennan knew, McCabe knew, Strzok knew, Clapper knew, Schiff knew, FBI knew, DOJ knew, CIA knew, State knew. They all knew Trump was innocent, but they smeared and spied on him. Worst scandal in nation's history. Trump is a crime victim. Thank you so much, Tom Fitton. I love him. I want to make sure that everybody supports him. Share his tweets. Maybe throw him $5. Something, whatever you can do. All these ones who've proven themselves to be valiant warriors and truth tellers in this battle, we have got to support them in any way that we possibly can. Which, speaking of, our wonderful Lindell. He is uh, such a wonderful patriot. And uh, go to MyPillow.com. Get pillows. Support everything that he does. His MyStore.com. Everything that he's doing, support him because this is this is the future. We're not going to continue to buy from the cabal. We're just not. We're not going to continue to support them. So everything that he's doing, support. Um, also, if you want to go over there and get some good things from him, American-made products, use the promo code MELLY, M-E-L-L-Y. Thanks, guys. Um, so then Dan Scavino, our wonderful Dan Scavino, who is the assistant to President Trump, said the Clinton campaign paid to infiltrate Trump Tower White House servers to link Trump to Russia. Durham. That's what Durham said, that they paid. Hillary Clinton paid for this to, 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 to slam President Trump, then candidate Trump. You know, that he was a Russia age, Russian agent. Yeah, so this is uh, what they paid for, and they spied on him before and during his presidency. Listen what President Trump said. This was a post from Dan Scavino. I think it's the political crime of the century, and they've been caught. Let's see what happens to them all. This was way back in August 2020, but listen to him, what he said even back then. We have it in all sorts of forms. They knew about it. It was a terrible thing. Should have never happened and should never be allowed to happen again to a president. This should never happen again. This was a setup like we've never seen. I think it's the political crime of the century. It's and right. they've been caught. So let's see what happens to them all. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Have yeah. a nice day. Have a nice day. Yeah, I love it. Um, so then this was um, Whitaker. Remember Whitaker? He was the acting AG uh, for a while, Attorney General. And so he's talking on Fox News. Now, I posted this on our Telegram. And this is something that maybe, you know... I know how it is. Your family members are like, oh, whatever, whatever. You know, we've been listening to you for four years. You know, let's just, we want to see something come out in the mainstream. Well, here you go. Share this and maybe, you know, they won't listen to you. Maybe they'll listen to uh, what, my, what Whitaker is saying about the Durham report on Fox News. Check it out. Alert. A new report from special counsel John Durham coming out late last night claiming Clinton campaign lawyers paid a tech company to infiltrate Trump servers to fabricate a connection between Trump and Russia. Former acting attorney general under President Trump, Matt Whitaker, is here to react. Matt, you've seen this report. Uh, for our viewers, this might be new for a lot of people. What, are we, what do we learn here? Well, it's beyond outrageous. And good morning, Pete. I'm good glad morning. to be with you. What we've learned is that there were spying operations going on both to the Trump campaign and its Trump Tower headquarters. And then when President Trump became president, they continued to spy on him at the executive office of president. And the question it raises for me, Pete, is why was the federal government not defensively briefing President Trump and his team and the campaign 
as to this domestic spying operation that was being because they're in on it conducted by the Clinton campaign. And the reason is it appears that they were complicit in wanting that information, wanting that uh, the link between Trump and the Russia uh, government. And that just does not exist. And it never did exist. And so this. And they knew it, as Tom Fenton said, they knew it. It wasn't that, oh, we thought he would. No, they knew it. Durham investigation is so important to reveal how much of a hoax this truly was. So, Matt, you're right. The, the, this latest uh, revelation from Durham names tech executive number one, law firm number one, uh, tech firm. No, you, don't, you don't get names. But what you're saying is it couldn't have just been one tech firm and one tech exec and one law firm. People inside the government would have had to know this as well. Yeah, if you think really think about it, how protected government servers are and should be, there are certainly government agencies monitoring this traffic um, to make sure that it's not compromised, that it's not being routed through other people like the, this university and like this private Internet company. But it was, and it was being, not only was it being uh, reviewed on an ongoing and regular basis, but it was being used to ultimately try to create a, you know, a, let's call it a dossier, for lack of a better term, but, mm -hmm. but, a, but a, a document that, that, that was going to be used against President Trump and, or candidate Trump. It's, it's, I mean, again, it, it is beyond outrageous uh, what, what happened here. And the fact that the left doesn't seem concerned uh, that this is what was happening, I think shows you how much um, they wanted to take President Trump down. Well, we'll get to see that today. As we pointed out at the beginning of the show, entire movies... Uh, books written about Watergate and the Washington Post's involvement in digging. Does the Washington Post cover this? Does CNN cover this? What, is there any interest by any of the legacy media to get to the truth of the fact that a duly elected U.S. president was spied on? Spied on. That's an that, 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 that's intentional term by a political candidate yeah. and other levels of government. Yeah, and that is exactly what it is. And remember, uh, the attorney general at the time said that Trump had been spied on and everybody dismissed that as uh, hyperbole. That is exactly what happened here. We can we have to make sure it never happens again. But it is also extraordinary how successful President Trump was and how he mm -hmm. fought through all of this to ultimately make a significant consequence in the, you know, the, the arc of American history to the positive. Despite all of that. Okay, so yeah, if you remember Watergate, they just went into one office and pulled some things out of a file drawer, you know, actually, and, and into the, remember the guy, I, sh I shared this actually on my Freedom Force Battalion, uh, I was sharing this yesterday too, the uh, movies with comms. If you click on that, you'll see lots of movies that I have found that you have access to either through, through YouTube or BitChute or Venmo or uh, Vimeo or whatever. And so um, the guy who was at the head of... Um, uh, the Pentagon, not the the whatever papers. Oh, it's going to be so slow. But anyway, the point is, they the Watergate had two people that they were spying on. Uh, one one was the DNC office, and then one was this man who was who was trying to expose what was going on in Vietnam. Look at that! Ah, come on, internet. Anyway, so the point is, they, they, it was nothing. It was like what you could fit in a thimble. But this was opening up his entire office constantly every. Uh, in email, every text, every every communication that he was doing with and, and all of his people to the third deep.
that they were completely spying on. I mean, that is literally, it makes Watergate look like nothing. Okay, so this is gigantic. And then, of course, you get crickets from the mainstream media. All right, so I, I want you to see that, and that would be good to share. I, I posted that, and I'll put all these links. Um, I'll call it Spygate, um, and I'll put this on freedomforce.live. And I've already actually done two other videos, at least, maybe more. But if you just go on to the video section categories, and you search the word Spygate, you'll see uh, Durham Punisher. I'm explaining who, are, who is Sussman what's going on with that, what's going on with the Alpha Bank, and what's going on with the CrowdStrike, if you want to catch up, because it looks like finally this is starting to get some movement. You know, it seems like we had movement, and then we get stalled. But anyway, that's the way, and this guy's really talking about that. He says that in um, Jesse Banal says, whenever there are Durham filings, everyone wants to know, okay, what are the arrests, the charges and the arrests? Here's the important thing to remember. Durham is a real prosecutor. He's a real prosecutor, not a political stooge like Andrew Weissman and the Mueller team which they just always would railroad people and they didn't have to worry about following the rules and the rule of law and, and, and doing true investigations and making sure that thing was buttoned up tight, tight, tight. No, that means he follows the evidence and investigates the suspected crimes. It's what prosecutors are oath bound to do. It also means that it takes time. It's not unusual for these cases to take three, four, five years to investigate. Behind the scenes, there are fights we are not seeing over grand jury witnesses and subpoenas, etc. Based on what I'm seeing, there's... There's much to come, but we have to be patient and appreciate the work of the true pro and his team. The leftist criminals are sweating bullets because they know hashtag Durham is coming. So thank you so much for Jesse Benoff for putting that in very succinctly. Very, very good. Now, uh, Steve Cortez, whom we also love, these one, uh, just all these wonderful patriots. So definitely follow Steve Cortez. He's just such a great, proven, proven patriot, okay? The White House National Security Advisor. Lock him up. This is um, Jake Sullivan. Let me see if I can find a picture. This is him. And I'm just going to say, he just really does look like a Nazi, doesn't he? He's, he's guilty of treason. Okay, this is my op opinion, and and looks like the facts are bearing this out. Uh, look at this, Honk Master Poso. The um, this is Jack Posobiec, uh, Honk Master. <laughs> That's great. Good job, Jack Poso. Posobiec. The tech executive in the Durham filing is Rodney Joffe. Okay, I go into that on those videos I was just showing you, Rodney Joffe, and Joffe's direct point of contact with Hillary Cam Hillary Clinton campaign was this creep right here, Jake Sullivan, and now he's in the Biden administration. It's, they're all, all in on it. Now, it's so, because the thing is, the, the people, the underlings, just do as they're told and they don't have any political power. But this guy is one of the ones who has some political power, okay? And he was the one who was in, in, in on, uh, spying on President Trump through the Hillary Clinton campaign. Now, that this, this brings us to what Maria's talking about today on this video. She's all hair on fire because this is exactly what she's been trying to expose for such a long time. And then she draws a very interesting connection to the Russia Putin situation debacle in Ukraine. She's like, is that really what's behind this? Is this why Jake Sullivan is, oh, Putin, 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 he's so bad and all this, we've got to start a war and all this. Is that what it's really about and not about trying to make sure that the border is secure in Ukraine when they care nothing about our border here in America. Check this out. Tech Executive One apparently had contracts, government contracts, that enabled him to get this information and get this access to these servers, so much so that it went right to the President of the United States. I'll tell you, I hope Donald Trump sues them all for everything because they damaged his reputation throughout... And, and yes, 
personally, yes, he deserves, he deserves to sue them till the cows come home. But more importantly, and he would say this too, is that we have to have our country back. If these people are able, with, with no, with no worry of being caught by the DOJ, no worry about any problem with, with the mainstream media exposing them, that they can just spy on a political enemy and, and, and control what's going on in government. We don't have a country. It's, 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 yeah. So really the more important thing is that we need to, Durham has to bring action against them in, in all good time and, and where it's so locked, it's so tight and, and protected that it's going to make sure that these people are held to an account for their crimes. Okay. We've been waiting all this time. We're going to wait until we get it all buttoned up and really, uh, perfect. And I know, I trust that Durham's going to do it. Okay. And, and Trump, is you know is is waiting on that too, so that we can make sure that we have a true ju- uh, justice department. Just so happened that <laughs> the DA in our little county showed himself stupid this morning, or there was a the video came out, and he's exposing that he thinks Trump supporters are racist and all this, and he's supposed to be the GOP leader, one of the GOP representatives for our county, and he they're all. There's all videos out coming out of it. So whenever you find these things, blast them out like your hair's on fire. I'm so serious. Get this stuff out there because people believe what they're told. But when they hear it from that person's own lips, then they go, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it's all, this is very exciting. So anyway, back to Maria. His four years in office, so much so that he was constantly on defense, constantly explaining that there was no collusion, constantly explaining why, uh, that he had to explain that he thought they were spying on him. All of this, again, every American should be outraged by this. Do you know how many foreign countries want to get into the White House's internet flow? How many... And how many have? Adversaries out there want to get into the White House, the President of the United States, internet activity... And this tech executive was able to do that? What does that tell us about the national security of this country? What does that tell us of the power of the Clinton machine enabling to take down her political enemy for four years straight and damage his reputation? Sure, he she lost the election, but this is so much bigger. This is the biggest scandal we have ever seen. Now we know for sure. They tried to cheat in the 2016 election. They tried to cheat. In the 2020 election, behind the guise of COVID, we are getting into it this morning. This morning, oh, and by the way, I have to tell you, all weekend long, the White House leakers have been running around saying that Putin is going to invade Ukraine this Wednesday. So, is it all a ruse that they are really going to invade this Wednesday, or are they trying to create all of this drama because we were getting this Durham information and because we just saw... 40-year highs on... Yep, that's what it is. That's the way they roll all the time, all the time. That's exactly why they do it, because they're trying to prevent us from uh, talking about this because they knew this Durham thing was coming out. (laughs) They knew that. And so that's why they've got it. Oh, look over here at Russia, Russia, Russia. Don't look here. Don't look at the southern border. Don't look at Canada. Look at Putin. Look at Putin. He's so bad. Yeah, and I think people are... You know, more and more catching on to it, and because look, look at all the truckers, you know, and 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 
all that are their lives just are not holding up anymore because because we are realized you know we're we are the news now we even though they've tried to censor us we have found other places to share information and people are not putting up with the lies that they've been hearing over and over and over from the mainstream media so um now if you want more information about this definitely go to the conservative treehouse i'll make sure uh, i posted this on the telegram freedom force battalion but i'll also make sure that you have this on freedomforce.live slash spygate. Okay, so it's easy for you to find. But this was just posted. These are uh, This is from the Conservative Treehouse does really, on this topic, they do a really great job. And this is not the first time. They've been following this for a very long time. The surveillance and political spying operations highlighted by John Durham today are the tip of the iceberg against the latest court filings by John Dorman. They have a link here so you can go in to look at that. Highlight, highlighting the tip of the political surveillance iceberg, I have been asked to repost the deep dive into the totality of the scale of the iceberg. I will add some of the latest information into the outline to show how it all connects. Obama and Holder, remember that he was the DOJ, did not, or uh, Attorney General, Attorney General, yeah, for the DOJ, did not create a weaponized DOJ and FBI. Instead, what they did was they used the pre-existing system and retooled it so that weapons only targeted one side of the political continuum. They made sure that this was going to attack President Trump. Together, they recalibrate. And of course, you know about the people who were trying to uh, get... Um, you know, five hundred one c threes or whatever for their for their political organizations, so they could have. They were they were slow walked and sl- shut down and it was, it was paper trail and red tape and all that. Together, they recalibrated the domestic surveillance capabilities, the internal spying systems, so that only their political opposition would be targeted, just like any third world banana republic would do, right? This point is where many people, understandably, though, get confused. In the era, shortly after 9-11, the D.C. national security apparatus were constructed to preserve continuity of government and simultaneously view all Americans as potential threats. Right? The Department of Homeland Security, the DHS, and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, the ODNI, were created specifically for this purpose. Now, they, they, they say they were loath to use the term domestic terrorist, but now they're happy to use it against those of us on January 6th. They're happy to use it. I'm going to show you a video about that, too, in, in just a second. They're happy to use it against the, the you know, saying that these people up in, uh, in Canada are domestic terrorists out there playing hockey and cleaning up the streets, but making sure that they have their country back. And they're saying, it was so cute, you know, how nice that all Canadians are. Sorry for the, for the uh, inconvenience. We're trying to save our country, <laughs> right? Anyway, so Washington, D.C. created the modern national security apparatus immediately and hurriedly. I'm sorry, they, uh, what Holder and Obama did with that new construct was refine the internal targeting mechanisms so that only their ideological opponent, opposition became the target of the new national security system. This is very important nuance to understand as you dig deeper into the research online. So anyway, you can look more into exactly how they set this up and to get this all done and uh, follow them. Now, and Technofog. Technofog is another great one that you can follow on um, on Telegram he may be on other sites, but I know he's on Telegram and, uh, and, and to keep apprised of what's going on with this Durham investigation. And I try to put out videos when it's the latest news about it, too. Freedomforce.live. Now, um, Brandon just had on this wonderful young man. I, I'll have to figure out what his name is. Uh, Philip Anderson. Philip Anderson. He was there on January 6th, and he was trying to save the life of Miss Boyland. 
Okay. And, and he said that the, the police, they were pushing people down to make them uh, uh, piling on. And so she was trying, she couldn't breathe. She was getting, you know, underneath all these people. She could not get out from under them. And, and then the police came and, and, and bashed her in the head. So Bannon had him on, check out what he has to say. What you, I would, what you've said, you say you, I, you were an eyewitness to on, uh, on the day of January 6th. Oh, yeah. Everything they said about Roseanne Boylan from the very beginning is a lie. They straight up killed her. It was murder. And I was holding her hand as she died. All right. And everything she felt, I felt as well, because I was right there next to her at the bottom of the pile holding her hand. Uh, the police gassed us. And they, yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. They've just had a massive documentary on MSNBC. They've got a last time I looked. They've got a January 6th commission. You've got Representative Banks has got his own sub-Republican report, and you got authorities. Uh, this is what's so shocking about the Gateway Pundit is your assertion as an eyewitness, and you said you were there holding her hand and that she was killed, right, by the authorities. Have any of these people reached out to you? Were, were you part of – I missed your segment on the on the documentary that was done about her life. Did MSNBC reach out to you, or did you reach out to them? Uh, they reached out to me, and uh, they kind of picked and choose and twisted a little bit to go in their favor, if you know what I mean, the things that I said. The more hard-hitting things I said against the police, they didn't put that in the documentary, uh, to be honest with you. So I would not go but with they, that. But, but, hang on, but hang on. They filmed it? They, but that is on film. So if we were, if no, we go to it's, MSNBC, uh, like and say, a like the, it's not podcast, film, but like, my voice. No, but I mean, is it? But they ask you those questions, and we have there is your audio that exists about that. That if we force them to, they've got to turn that up. I believe so. Yeah. What? That's an interesting point. I hadn't even thought about that. But yes, yeah, so this young man, Philip Anderson, is trying to get the truth out about what they what really happened. And so then this, I just found this video. This was uh, uh, from Epoch Times. Uh, Resist the Mainstream posted this about the beating of Roseanne Boylan. It is, uh, it's, it's clearly, not clear. It's very hard to tell, but this was the, her, her being under the pile. He's trying to pull her out of there. And, uh, and, and people, just more and more people getting, can you imagine how awful that would be? He's trying to push, uh, trying to pull her out so he can save her life. And, and they're just pushing more people on top of her. And then they come along and beat her in the head. And, uh, yeah, this is, this is, like I said, from the Epoch times that they put this out there. So let me just, Fast forward. Yeah, this is just awful. And then you hear him at him at the end. He's screaming. He's like, "You, you killed her!" Basically, is what he is. Just absolutely awful. So I want to make sure that you know about this, so you can help to share this. This is on Resist the Mainstream. Is where I found this. All right. So I wanted you to know um, this. Um, you know, they've been censoring us. Clearly, we know that for such a long time. So this is the head of YouTube and basically admitting that they didn't do it quickly enough. Okay, check. It's gonna make you mad. So just. But just know that we are still winning. Just like I was showing you here on on our uh, all of our social media, we have too many platforms. They can't. It's like a giant game of whack a mole. They cannot get us. They cannot silence us because we are everywhere, and we we have a way. We can text. We can uh, we can Telegram. We can Getter. We can Gab. We can Snapchat. We can TikTok. We can do all these different things, and they can't stop us anymore. So definitely join with us on all these, so that you know if they shut us down from one, we have ten more things, places we can go, and that's exactly how the the truckers are doing it too really just didn't understand what was happening as it was happening. 
QAnon was spreading under their noses in posts, memes, and videos on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I will say that QAnon was the, uh, the, the catalyst for all of this. There's no doubt about it. This is what, what kick-started it. Uh, the, the, just the group of us who were over there getting this information. And then that was our main thing is just, just blast this and spread this as fast as we could. And for such a long time, we were still, even though we were shadow banned and this and that, we were, uh, we were still over on Telegram and uh, YouTube until October 15th, 2020, just before the election. A lot of women were roped in by appeals to rescue supposedly cannibalized children and through unexpected ways, like popular yoga accounts on Instagram. The spread was also aided by then-President Trump. Well, I don't know much about the movement other than I understand they like me very much. Actually, he shared content from QAnon Twitter accounts over 300 times. Over 300 times. There's praying medic. There's, you know, 300 times. <laughs> That's quite the coincidence. It wasn't till October that several social media sites began aggressively banning or deplatforming QAnon content. If your motive is to sort of lure these people away from QAnon, does deplatforming help? It does help. And, that, and that's part of the big lessons out of 2020. The deplatforming didn't happen soon enough. Uh, it came too late in the game. And, um, and in part because we, quite frankly, we've never seen anything like this. We've never seen... Y'all, this is exactly what it says in Joel chapter 2. I've quoted this to you many, many times. And this is what I'm working on on my uh, new book. Of, of all these promises in the Old Testament, Joel and Habakkuk and Zephaniah and all these places, it's like everywhere you're going to flip when you see it. But it says in Joel chapter 2, it says there's never been such an army as this before and never will be again. This is it. Even Jane Bongino was just posting this morning. He said, this is the Great Awakening. This is a biblical term. The Great Awakening is a biblical term of, of this this great uh, awakening of humanity. So it's, it's biblical what the Lord told us that this day would come. Let me see if I can find this. Yeah, there it is. What is largely just almost like a game, this fantasy-like game of what-ifs, and, you know, literally it's like people deducing clues and like, oh, I, the president said these two words in his speech today, and I think okay, so she made me mad right there, and so I, I went on a, uh, a Telegram rant. You know, we, we don't think this is a game, woman. We don't think this is a game at all. We do not think it's a game when people are spying on our president. We don't think it's a game when people are uh, leaving the border open for anyone and everybody to come in, drug dealers and, and drug lords and all this, and to traffic children. We don't think it's a game when, the, when drugs are pouring into our streets. We don't think it's a game when there's a cheating in our elections. We don't think this is a game. We, this is not a game. You think this is a game? This is not a game. I'm not having a game, but I will say that you might think it's a game when you're locked up in Gitmo. You might think that's funny. I will. I think he's referring to this conspiracy theory. It, it feels very much like a game for most participants. For example, on a QAnon forum, the president was asked to work in the phrase tip top and lo and behold, tip top shape. Well, they had a messianic figure. Yeah. <laughs> Even the bunny is like, he did it. He said tip top. Yes, that was awesome. I remember the day all of us are like, five of us 
so cool. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. This is a military operation. I'm going to show you this too. Um, this is what, one of the guys who was uh, talking about when they, when the, after the election, they're supposedly protecting, you know, Biden coming into office, but listen very carefully to what he says. I am of the almost 25,000 National Guardsmen who have come in from all 50 states and territories to help support the Secret Service and the police departments with a peaceful transition of military power, with a peaceful transition of military power, with a peaceful transition. A peaceful transition of military power. That's what we're working on. That's what we're doing. Yep, that's what it is. A peaceful transition of military power. That's what we're working on. Yep. That's what they did. And we're, you know, it, it, we didn't really know what it was going to look like to be really under, I guess you call it martial law, but basically where the military is in control. Okay. So that, yes, it appears that Biden is, is as president, but we know that they will never, ever hand our country over to these evildoers ever again. So everything that they, that Biden does ends up blowing up in their face. Okay, and exposing them for what they want to do, because they're clearly saying all these things that they want to do. They want to open the border and all this, but it's it's it has to be this way. Just like if you were in Canada, our wonderful patriot brothers and sisters in Canada who are who are you know basically locking everything down where the streets are filled and you and everything's come to a grinding halt. And you know, we we're sorry. If this is, you know, this is war though. This is war. This is what it takes for us to save the world, to save our country. Okay. So yeah, I've really, <laughs> yeah, this, this is definitely what is going on. Okay. I've got a couple of things I want. I want to make sure that you know that this is the book that I wrote. It's been a bestseller and I've got over 2000 reviews. Thank you so much. If you haven't reviewed the book, please do that because that really helps people to realize that, Hey, this lady, maybe she knows what she's talking about. <laughs> I really honestly do. I've been, you know, I know the word backwards and forwards. And the biggest thing is I, you know, I'm awake. I know what's going on and I'm not controlled by them. No one's controlling what I say. Okay. And that's why this book is the truth, the good, wonderful truth that it's the end times for them. The Lord is not angry with us. He is rescuing us and he is helping us to, to, to fight in this battle. He's not mad. If he was mad, let me just tell you something. If the Lord was coming to destroy us, he would never have awakened us. He would never have given us the ability to know what was going on and to fight. So don't, if you hear that on other channels, you other people saying that, please don't listen to them. If they don't know what they're talking about, they're just following the mainstream church deep church narrative. And it's not true. So this is the truth about end times. It's the end times for them and a thousand years of peace for us. And in this book that I'm going to be, I'm hopefully going to have out very soon. I'm in the uh, process of doing the final tweaks on it. Um, cause it's already ready. It's just a matter of just you know, making sure it's all, you know, uh, proofread and all that, um, and has all the formatting and all that, but this is the promises. It is everywhere in the Old Testament. You're going to love it. I'm going to show you just a little snippet from uh, Hosea. The, 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 what had happened was the people of Israel, the northern tribes and the southern tribes, but the, he's talking right here specifically to the northern tribes that they had gotten involved in this same stuff. These, these people had come over. They just, you know, it's this slow, uh, uh, you know, and just like that has happened in our country, it's like a, just this slow, uh, re removal of our, of our, uh, you know, faith-based institutions and just little by little by little. And that's exactly what happened. And first of all, they were, they moved in and they didn't clear out the Canaanites, the Canaanite cannibal pagans. Okay. This was who they were going to live right next door to right in the same, in the same 
place with these people and they should have kicked them out like the Lord told them to do. They started out well with Joshua in the battle of Jericho, but then after that, they, they stopped. Okay. So the Lord had to remove them, had to wash them out of there because they could no longer, they'd be, they'd be wiped out. Okay. So he's like, okay, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to remove you from this land, not because I hate you, but because I love you and I want to restore you because you've been totally brainwashed and infiltrated. Okay. So it's not so hard for us to understand. And so then he says, you know, is he going to, the question is, is he going to destroy them? That's what so many of the, the Bible teachers are saying is God is angry with America. God is angry with the world. And he's going to come and indiscriminately destroy the world. And there, there you go. Boo. If he was going to do that, he didn't need to go through all this for years. He, if he was going to destroy the world, he could have just destroyed it long ago. But back in the day of Hosea, okay, when they, when he was removing them from the land, he says, how, how can I make you like Adma? How can I make you like my, the cabal where I'm, uh, he is going to destroy them. He's not, has, he said, how can I make you like the cabal? How can I make you like the, the deep state that I'm going to destroy? My heart churns within me. My sympathy is stirred. I will not execute the fierceness of my anger. Yes, he was angry with them for, for participating, for being a part of it. But he says, I'm not going to execute the, my, the fierceness of my anger. I will not again destroy Ephraim, for I'm a god. I, I'm sorry, I am God and not a man. I'm not human. I, I, let's just be honest. I mean, y'all, seriously, when you read this book, I'm telling you, you're going to freak out. But some of these books where it's talking about that they were doing these very evil things that we've heard about in the tunnels. They were doing this in the temple of the living God. Okay. And said, Oh, see, we've given you this sacrifice. Oh God. It's like, it's, 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 it's enough to make you just want to scream. And, you know, humanly speaking, you'd say, destroy them. Just, 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 just destroy them. How could they do such a thing? They have to be destroyed. The Lord says, I'm God and I'm not man. I'm not a man. I'm not going to act upon my, you know, the, the, like a knee jerk reaction and based on human anger, the Holy one in your midst. And I will not come with terror. They shall walk after the Lord. He will roar like a lion. And when he roars, then his son shall come trembling from the West. That's the great awakening. You guys, the Lord has roared. He roared in your heart, in your mind, in your ears, in your <laughs> everywhere. You're like, the Lord is telling me what's going on. He's roaring in my heart that I'm, I've joined, jumped into the battle. I realize what's going on. And everybody is saying, we, we, I don't want to have anything to do with the dark side. I don't want, if there's anything dark in my life, Lord, just get it out of here because I, I don't want to have anything to do with, with the enemy, right? And so he's roared. And when he roars, his sons will come trembling from the west. We're like, okay, Lord, we're, we're back. Okay, we, we, what do we do? Tell us what to do. We're in this battle, right? That's exactly what it's talking about. They shall come trembling like a bird from Egypt, like a dove from the land of Assyria. And I will let them dwell in their houses, says the Lord. This is just a little snippet. There's so much I could just read to you for hours. And, but this is what the Lord is saying. As I will let them have their land. They will be free. They will have plenty. They will have health and wealth and peace and unity. That's just a little snippet from Hosea chapter 11. You're not even going to believe what happened with Hosea, but that's, I don't want to get off on the whole subject. But the point is, this is not, the Lord is not coming to destroy the earth. The Lord is coming to destroy the evildoers End times for them End times for them and a thousand years of peace for us. That is the truth. It's only two ninety nine if you want to catch it. And I'll also have on my, um, uh, um, here, uh, I've got the, um, the audio book. You can listen to the audio book if you have, you know, you're on a commute or whatever, and it's easier for you to listen to the book. 
All right, so that is everything. Let's pray. Thank you so much, Lord, so much, Lord, that your promise is yea and amen in your word, and you're not coming to destroy us, that you are coming to rescue us. You are roaring, and we hear you roar. We hear that you are saving us and that we have come trembling to say, Lord, now we hear you and we understand and we want to be a part of what you're doing. I thank you so much for this Durham investigation and all this truth coming out and so many people sharing it from here and there and everywhere, not just Twitter, but everywhere. Lord, help us to be part of what you're doing to share this truth and help people understand what's going on and also the truth of what's going on in Canada and on the border and on the election fraud and everything else. Lord, just use us however you see fit. Help us all pull together and as we all work together, that it will tip that scale until these people are removed and as you say in your word, that we will look for our enemies and we will not be able to find them. We thank you, Lord, for this great promise in your, it's all throughout your word. Thank you for giving us the sign of the Son of Man, the woman in labor, that we know this is the day that they are they're the ones who are scared. They're the ones who are panicking because they know they're going to be destroyed. Thank you so much, Lord, that you're saving us and we have beautiful, bright, brilliant future to look forward to. We pray all these things in your wonderful name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, you got to hear this. Hold on. I'm coming. Hey guys, do y'all like that? I think that's pretty, that's pretty cool. I want you to also see real super quick before I go, um, definitely check into my pillow, um, dot com. And also if you do my pillow slash Melly, then it'll have these discounts already in there for you. Let me see if I can, why is my laptop doing that? Anyway, my pillow, uh, dot com slash Melly. You can see that. And also definitely check into uh, like all these discounts so that you can be, um, you can get these wonderful sheets and pillows and blankets and all this. Also definitely check into the health page because these links are going to help to protect your family. I, some of these people know me. Some of these people don't, I really don't care. I'm just trying to find all these wonderful ways that you can be healthy. You can stop the pain. You can boycott the beast. I've got even more ways to boycott the beast coming up, but yeah, this is, this is wonderful, wonderful toxin-free products. You will absolutely love Everybody, everybody join over there. You will love it. Definitely get the, the detox. I've been doing this for four years. Love it, love it, love it. Um, and also uh, all these wonderful, wonderful products that you can, can, you know, get healthy and stay energized and stay in the battle. I guess that's it, guys. I love you so much, and I will talk to you later.